The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good morning. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. I'm Craig Mitch along with Davis Maddock. Maybe a little bit of a surprise in the NBA last night. We also have a trade in the NFL. Happy schedule day for the NFL. More leaks coming out about potential games. Of course, on tomorrow's show, we'll have that a lot more covered for you. But, Davis, great way to start today is how about those Memphis Grizzlies not going down without a fight, without John Morant? Looking like they deserve to be moving on in the NBA playoffs. At this point, Golden State's got to be shaking their head a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, that was I just that was just pathetic from Golden State, right? And I I basically thought the opposite was going to happen. I thought we would see a lopsided score the other way that the Warriors would come out. You know, we'd have Klay Thompson taking no dribbles, draining threes, Draymond doing his thing, Curry, and it just didn't happen at all. The Warriors looked flat, and basically it looked like they saw the scoreboard at halftime, and they were like, you know what? Let's wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. n- none of their starters played more than twenty six minutes. They all just kind of chilled, hung out. They get to go back home and play the Grizzlies now. But, uh, you know, we're heading into a high-tension game six for them, uh, you know, coming up here. So, yeah, but it was it was just – I thought it was just bizarre. I mean, how do you no-show in that spot as, as the Warriors? I just thought it was very bizarre. Yeah, and, and look, John Morant probably not going to play in the next game. But, my gosh, what a boost Memphis would get if somehow he could give them 15, 20 minutes in the next one. We've seen those injury stories before for sure. All right, let's get to our headlines here on this Thursday on Fantasy Sports Today. That is the big one with the Memphis Grizzlies winning and dominating. As Davis mentioned, they were talking about get the buses ready at halftime, and that's kind of what they did. They force a game six. Drew Holiday puts the clamps on as Milwaukee takes game five. Giannis with a huge game last night. 40 points. You're kidding me. Another 40-point performance from Giannis. This guy is out of his, out of this world. Uh, Orlando Arcia sends the fans home happy with a walk-off home run. Uh, also, New York Rangers live to see another day. They force a game six. Also in the NHL, the Florida Panthers, the team I'm following here, best record in the NHL, best season in the NHL, are just struggling in a big way, down three to nothing in their game yesterday against Washington, and they come back and they end up winning. Hopefully they will move on. My gosh, everyone in South Florida nervous about that for sure. Also a trade, Davis, in the NFL. Uh, I think it was like a year and a half ago we were all getting ready for the Jared Stidham era for the New England Patriots. Remember how hot that name was? He's going to be the guy. He's going to be great. Well, New England has moved on for him. They trade him to the Las Vegas Raiders, and probably, I would guess what, much ado about nothing. Maybe New England... I'm thinking likes another backup better, and I'm struggling to think of, of who, that, who that is, honestly, right now. Yeah, well, they they took the kid from uh, Western Michigan, who is kind of interesting. He threw for 62 touchdowns and 5,300 yards his final year in college. And uh, But the reason why the Las Vegas Raiders traded for Sidham is Josh McDaniels is their new head coach. So they trade the seventh-round pick mm. for a guy who has been – with McDaniels his entire career coaches just like to have backup quarterbacks that they know uh right Chase Daniel you know we we've seen that he just follows Matt Nagy around like it's just just kind of one of those things that happens in the NFL they also have Brian Hoyer uh there in New England so he's you know again another veteran who knows the system and all that but yeah probably probably we don't ever see Jared Stidham play remember uh Jared Stidham in a blowout against the New York Jets in the 2020 season he, the, the Patriots were up, I think it was like 30-something points. Brady comes out, Stidham goes in, Stidham immediately throws an interception, I think maybe even a pick six, and got pulled, and Brady came back in. So I don't think, I don't think Bill Belichick loves Jared Stidham. 
Yeah, I, I I was trying to think while you were talking. I was like, who who was the guy in twenty? I mean, Stidham was going to be the guy in twenty twenty, but somebody came in. Why was he not? I was trying to think, and then I forgot. It was Cam Newton. <laughs> they ended up signing Cam Newton, yep. and then uh, Stidham was no longer a factor there. That's a really good point. Obviously, that's the reason why he's going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we're going to preview the NBA games, of course. Uh, you know, coming up tonight. But, uh, David, some really short lines here, both on Miami being favored to move on and then uh, Phoenix with a very short favorite to move on to. I mean, based on last night, I think anything goes tonight. I, I, don't, I don't know that anybody has a real clear picture. I'm not feeling great, to be honest with you, about any of these series at this point. I would, I would probably be on the Miami side tonight. Um, you know, I just, I just, I, I don't believe in the 76ers team, but I, I hope that I'm wrong. And I hope that, uh, I mean, I just hope we get two game sevens, right? Almost, almost nothing better than a high stakes game seven in the National Basketball Association. And pre, well, you know what? No pressure on the Mavericks. I, we were talking about this yesterday, but the Mavericks, they have loads of cap space. They haven't signed their second Supermax guy. They haven't traded away their first round picks, but that is not true for all three of these other teams, right? The Heat, a lot of pressure here. Jimmy Butler, I, th- I believe Jimmy Butler is 30. So the years of him being at his peak declining. Chris Paul is 36. How many more? I mean, maybe next year is probably his last year as a high level mm-hmm. player. And uh, yeah, I mean, so a lot of these teams have, but the Mavericks, they're just playing free and easy, baby. They're just out there. Luca's like, I'm 24. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's all good. So uh, I, I, and I think that's a, of a benefit to them, by the way, you know, being able to play free and easy in a playoff series, what could be a bigger advantage than that? Yeah. Well, getting two points tonight, maybe it's a money line play for Dallas. If Dallas wins, of course, then we head to a game seven. All right, we'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Speaking of the NBA, we're going to help you set your DFS lineups coming up next. So those of you who have DraftKings accounts may want to pull up your app because we're going to help you set a lineup there. We'll also talk, of course, some uh, NFL on today's show about some potential uh, moves. I, right now, by the way, in my Dynasty League, we are having the restricted free agent auction, Davis, as it stands right now. Maybe I should pique your uh, interest on that. I'll, I just put a bid in on a player, too. It's like a 24-hour cycle here of, of what's going on. Okay, so let's take a quick time out here on the show. We will be right back with our preview of the NBA games tonight. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. Certainly, if you watched the show yesterday, Davis mentioned paying up for Giannis was the thing that everybody had to do. Naturally, that worked itself out. And I'm going to guess tonight, got to pay up again for the top star playing in uh, in the NBA. Davis, two games late tonight. And uh, I guess looking at the pre-show report to see some of the prices, the first name that I was looking at was just simply wondering, is Davis going to pay up for Luka tonight? I think I found my answer. And I guess we'll go through everybody else as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I like I and I think that's kind of the name of the game of these two game slates is figuring out how am I going to get Luke in? How am I going to get Giannis in? How am I going to get Tatum in? Chris Paul, Devin Booker, because those are the guys who are going to be doing the bulk of the work, you know, on offense for their teams. Giannis also is, is you know, adding rebounds and blocks and steals and everything. Guy is incredible. And, uh, you know, I guess depending on your point of view, it's gotten a little bit easier in these Miami Heat games because Kyle Lowry is not playing. And they're pretty evenly divvying up the minutes between Gabe Vincent, uh, Max Struess, and Victor Oladipo. Oladipo is the one who played the fewest minutes of those guys. Now, it was, you know, the big blowout game against the 76ers, so the minute totals. I feel like if you're just looking at the game logs, the minute totals are going to look a little bit bit weird. Uh, Gabe Vincent actually started that game for the Miami Heat, uh, which they pretty much always do when Lowry doesn't play. He got 28 minutes as a starter in that game, and then Struess started as well. He played uh, a good chunk there. I do think, you know, obviously the guys whose numbers don't look as good, Oladipo and Tyler Hero, both of those guys are, I mean, I still think there are pretty strong options because whoever is playing the best out of those four guys is who's going to close the game. So Vincent and Strutz are having good games. They're going to be in there. If Oladipo is hot, he's going to be in there. And I assume Hero probably is going to be in the closing lineup a good majority of the time as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And and I think that your lineup tonight, definitely, if if these players come through, the Miami Heat's going to win. I mean, that's that's definitely the case because Gabe Vincent, I don't know what is going on with him, Davis, but when he plays a lot, the Heat wins. It's just so bizarre. Like, they have a really good record when he uh, gets a lot of minutes at point guard. So let's take a look at the setup here for Davis uh, tonight. And by the way, courtesy of DraftKings, all this information over at DailyRoto.com. Gabe uh, Vincent is 4,400. Uh, Max Struess is 5,100. Mikael Bridges, 5,700. Dorian Finney-Smith is 5,500. And then DeAndre Ayton is priced for Phoenix at 7,000. I would not despair for people who are watching this wondering, wait a second, where's all the big names here? Because one is going to be coming in the next graphic. But Davis, once you spend, you know, spoiler alert, once you spend 11,400 on Luka, I mean, you got to make the rest of the pricing work. And that's what you did last night. You got to do it again tonight. Yep, got to do it again tonight, as I mentioned. I mean, I just, I think uh, Vincent in particular probably will be the second most owned player of the slate, probably only behind Luka Doncic. He's starting at point guard, seems like a a lock for at least 25 minutes with upside for even more. As I mentioned, I I think there's a chance that he closes this game for the Miami Heat. They might even choose to go small. Uh, they because they can kind of they can get away with Jimmy Butler out there on Jay Crowder, so they could play Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, and Tyler Hero all together, or they could play Oladipo, Hero, Struess, Vincent, like any mismatch, any grouping of those four guys in a three-man unit. Uh, Mikhail Bridges continues to be one of the guys who just plays the most minutes in the playoffs. Period. Uh, the guy, I mean, the guy is is all over the place. 34, 32, 38, and 39, and 42 minutes in this series. I expect him to play the most minutes of any player here. And then, uh, really, it's, it's sort of funny. Dorian Finney-Smith and Mikhail Bridges are, like, basically the same player. They're the best defensive player on their team. They're going to have bad fantasy games when they don't make any of their three-point shots, and they're going to have really good fantasy games when they do make their three-point shots, assuming that this is a close game. Uh, I would assume at least one of them has a good shooting performance, but both of them, you know, are, are going to play the most minutes of the entire slate. And then we are going with DeAndre Ayton as our scoring option for the Suns. Of course, any given game could be Ayton, could be Booker, could be Chris Paul, but you're getting a nice price discount here with DeAndre Ayton. And also, Ayton has the best one-on-one matchup that the Dallas Mavericks are offering because they're going Bullock on Devin Booker and Dorian Finney-Smith, sometimes on Chris Paul, sometimes on Booker, sometimes on Bridges, depending on who is the, uh, you know, kind of depending on who is the hot hand. But Aiton has Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba, one of those guys, and that is, you know, the best one-on-one matchup that the Mavericks are offering the Suns. Yeah, no doubt. I'm excited for that game as well. All right, so let's just show you the uh, the pricing tonight on Luka. It's outrageous. It's 11400 You got to pay it. I mean, that's just all there is to it. One-man show, essentially, in Dallas. I mean, how many DraftKings points is this guy going to get? 70 tonight? 80? 60? I don't know. It's going to be a lot. P.J. Tucker is playing a lot, by the way, for the Heat, sometimes at center. He's at 4700 
and then Tyler Hero is 6,000. This is the first time that I've seen you, Davis, use four players from one team, let alone the Miami Heat. <laughs> of, all the, of all the players in this aren't really the highest scoring team. So, I mean, this is sort of telling me that you like Miami tonight. Well, I do like Miami tonight, but, you know, really more importantly, it's just that their rotation is the thinnest and they have the cheap guys available to play. You know, for example, uh, the Phoenix Suns, in terms of guys who get minutes, for the Phoenix Suns, they don't have anyone cheaper than 5,400 who plays more than 10 minutes, right? Whereas the Miami Heat, they have, you know, we're, we're looking at Vincent, Tucker, Struess. They are all 5,100 or less. And all of those guys are like a favorite to see 30 minutes in this game because of the absence of Kyle Lowry. Uh, P.J. Tucker is sort of your classic, uh, very low ceiling low floor type guy, for example, he played 25 minutes in game four and had nine DraftKings points. So you're definitely really what you kind of need is you need him to just grind out to his 15 or 18. But more importantly, you need Luca to get 60 and you need Aiton to get 45. And then I just think Hiero is priced too low because he's kind I mean, he's, let's just be honest about it. He really has not had a great playoffs. He has not shot particularly well. He's been turning the ball over. He's picked up some fouls early in some of these games, but I love Tyler. I mean, everyone knows, like, I love Tyler Hero. That's one of my guys, six man of the year. And certainly I, I think it is true that the Miami Heat can't win the next series, and they definitely can't win the finals without him putting it together. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that's the key to, to this moving forward. But, you know, bottom line is, is that we got to put our money where our mouth is. Look, I, I was with you last night on Golden State, so I took the big L. Um, got, got to turn it around tonight. Is there a side or a total tonight, Davis, that you feel better about? Like, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems too easy to just take the heat tonight to win and win by those points. I mean, why is the line only like three and a half, four? I'm kind of leaning Dallas a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like Dallas, I, I feel like the home court is just playing huge in these series. Uh, the home court has been, I mean, look, we just saw it, right? Everyone said, all right, Grizzlies, they're done. Home court, they get it done. Kind of same thing for the 76ers too, where it was like, it was like, you know, that's it. It's done. It's over. It wasn't. Uh, now, obviously a huge chunk of that has to do with the fact that uh, Joel Embiid came back in this series. And, mm -hmm. you know, more, more than just Embiid being back, uh, it's meant that DeAndre Jordan is not playing, who is like basically the, the worst player in the NBA in terms of the on-off numbers. So not particularly great there. I'm on the heat. Um, I, I do think they close it out. I, I, I don't want to like go, I don't want to push it too hard though. Cause I prefer the game seven. I want both of these to go to game sevens. I think that is like our best outcome here. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully so. Sunday, as I mentioned here in South Florida, we could have a Marlins game at one o'clock Eastern 140. Uh, Panthers game 3:30 Eastern and then Miami heat game. Game seven, Sunday night. I, I'm in my younger days, Davis. I would have went to all three, and and this Sunday, I don't even, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go to one. We'll have to see. All right, uh, coming up next, time to play a little fantasy football stock watch. Speaking of South Florida, Tyreek Hill has a new location. It is with the Miami Dolphins, and boy, there's a lot of ranges of outcome for Tyreek Hill. Let's just say that coming into the season, we'll get what Davis thinks and also what the industry thinks with best ball season officially underway. You're watching Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes with our Fantasy Football Stock Watch. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. back to fantasy sports today here on sports grid and if you were watching our show a couple of months ago it was a really sad scene as we had davis maddock here on our show basically almost at the time where we found out that tyree kill was no longer going to be a member of his beloved kansas city chiefs he of course was traded to the dolphins a couple of days later davis woke up and said you know what all right listen i'm going to just analyze this from a fantasy football perspective i'm still a chiefs fan he's gotten over it at this point and so now the question becomes can we be impartial, Davis, on what you think uh, Tyree Kill is going to be here? Because he's no longer a member of the Chiefs. He's now a member of the Dolphins. I know you're a big fan of Tua, but naturally, as we were talking off the air yesterday, this is the very big fantasy football hot button topic going into uh, 2022. Some people will think the Dolphins are going to rise above and win 12 games and score a million points. There are others who feel like this is going to go the other way, and then all of a sudden they get conservative and run the ball. So let's start off with Tyree Kill, sort of what the industry sees and what you see. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting because I don't think it's possible for both Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle to pay off their average draft positions right now. Um, so Tyreek is like a mid-second round pick. Jalen Waddle is like mid to late third round pick, kind of depending on who you're drafting with and, and what way the room goes. If you look at the way that Jalen Waddle succeeded last year, it was really a lot of the plays that Tyreek Hill was being successful with in Kansas City. You know, we think of Tyreek, oh, Tyreek, you know, he runs all these deep routes and everything. But if we turn our brains on, we'll actually remember the Chiefs stopped doing that last year because teams were taking it away. They were playing the, the cover two high safeties and they were saying, you know, Kelsey and Tyreek, you can give them all you want in the middle of the field, screens, you know, uh, slant routes and things like that. But we're not going to let Tyreek beat us deep anymore. So Tyreek was getting the ball close to the line of scrimmage a lot last season. I, I don't think you're going to build a very successful offense using Waddle and Tyreek both that way. And again, you know, it's it's kind of tempting to think, oh, well, you know, Waddle, if he succeeded that way, he can't succeed another way. But go back and look at Jalen Waddle, Alabama, and he was he was Tyreek Hill at Alabama. He was catching mm-hmm. the ball 20 yards down the field. So it's it's the role that Jamison Williams was playing for Alabama this last season that led to him being the 12th overall pick, the Detroit Lions trading up for him. Um, I, I, I think my tendency right now is to only take Tyreek and Waddle when they have fallen past average draft position. I don't consider either of them to be a primary target. Because there's just a lot of mouths to feed here. You know, not only do we have these two guys, but they signed Cedric Wilson to a meaningful contract. Preston Williams is still on the roster. They, of course, have Mike Kosicki. And then they sign, you know, the three running backs, Edmonds, Michelle, and Mostert. Like, I just, I I think that probably those two guys specifically are being a little overdrafted. Yeah, and and look, I I think that, I, I think the point you make about both receivers not cashing in is inevitable and, and i think that happens a lot in fantasy some guys uh you, you know when you have those two wide receivers side by side the cooper and lamb the julio jones and calvin ridley in the past you know one usually a little bit above one a little bit below we'll be curious to see who of those two dolphins ends up being the case all right now over to kansas city and your chiefs essentially are handing some of the reins over it would appear to Marquez Valdez Scantling, who we've just been waiting for and waiting for in Green Bay. And Davis, he was wide receiver 81 last season in PPR. This season, he's moved up to 51. But why is my answer? He had Aaron Rodgers and all the years that he played in Green Bay. I understand Devontae Adams was there and he was the focal target. But why why should I believe all of a sudden that Valdez Scantling is going to turn into, let's just say, a wide receiver two? in 2022 yeah uh i mean i think probably wide receiver three is is where marcus valdez scantling settles in terms of where he ends up the 
my my big thing is I think every Chiefs player other than Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes is underpriced right now. Not because they're all going to beat their price tags. You know, Smith-Schuster is a sixth-round pick. Sky Moore is an eighth-round pick. MBS is 10th, 11th. Hardman is like 12th, 13th. Uh, I, now, again, I don't know which of those four wide receivers is going to beat their price tag. Uh, my guesses are probably sky and mbs are the ones who have the greatest opportunity to do it uh mbs has led the nfl in yards per reception he had six targets on uh, or six touchdowns on 33 receptions in 2020 but really the biggest difference between kansas city and green bay is that there is not a Devonte adams on this roster there is not a guy who is going to pull in 35 percent of the team's targets i mean for for like if you if you go back and look at 2019 Marquez Valdez-Scaling had 63 targets in 2020. Devontae Adams had 149 targets in 14 games. I mean, just like an unbelievable domination of the team's targets. No other player on the team had 63 targets. I think probably what ends up happening this year is 130 targets for Kelsey, probably 100 for Smith-Schuster, maybe 110, 95-ish for Valdez-Scantling, 90-ish for Sky Moore, 80-ish for McCole Hardman, something something fairly close to that, assuming that they all stay healthy. And playing with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, we've got to feel pretty good that Valdez-Scantling gets four long touchdowns, maybe something like that, maybe like twice what Demarcus Robinson would do in that role in this offense. So I'm in on him at current cost. All right, now let's move over to another player that changed locations, and that is Devontae Parker, sort of forced out by the acquisition of Tyree Kill. Uh, he's now a member of the New England Patriots, so very familiar with that division, that's for sure. He was uh, 2021 wide receiver 70 in PPR, and it's kind of an afterthought here in 2022, given the quarterback situation is a little bit different, clearly in New England, although Matt Jones did have a really good first half of the season. I wonder what Parker will mean to the New England Patriots offense, Davis, because clearly, I think probably going in, in terms of talent, He's as talented as a guy that they've had in the last few years. Can he capitalize on that? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't like any of these Patriots wide receivers. I don't like Myers. I don't like Parker. I don't like Tyquan Thornton, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. I mean, I the, the pass attempts are just simply not going to be there. Uh, Mac Jones last year, 521 pass attempts, 22 touchdowns, 3,800 yards. But remember that also this is a team that uses their tight end in the red zone. This is a team that's going to throw to their running backs a lot. Ramondre Stevenson, James White is back healthy this year. Uh, I, I would not really be surprised if New England's distribution of targets was sort of similar to last year, where they just had a bunch of guys between 40 targets and 75 targets. In fact, they had six players between 40 and 70 targets with 126 targets to Jacoby Myers. The problem with Myers, obviously, uh, the guy has two touchdowns in his entire career on 248 targets. I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess he is cheap enough that you can kind of take some stabs, but like Myers is even cheaper and I probably uh, prefer Myers at the cost. All right, and then our last receiver that we will talk about, some people are, are thinking, Davis, a big jump is coming for Trevor Lawrence this upcoming season now that he's got some you know, clearly new voices in his ear as far as, far as coaching is concerned, um, Doug Peterson being one of those. Uh, Christian Kirk went from Arizona to Jacksonville, and Kirk was wide receiver 26 in PPR, and uh, 2022, he is number 47 overall. So... Uh, look, the Jaguars have been trying to piece this together. I think that we talked about their receivers before, you know, Shark and LaVisca Chenault. None of them have looked really particularly great in terms of breakout. Does Kirk stabilize that? Is he is he better than those other two? Yeah, I mean, I don't love it because what they are, what they're trying to do now is they, they signed Zay Jones to replace DJ Shark. They have Marvin Jones. They have Christian Kirk. So uh, the, the, the problem for me is that Kirk is best fit in the slot. That was uh that was where his, you know, that was his best role in Arizona. Uh, and when he was asked to play outside, he really did not succeed. And that means that LaVisca Chenault is not going to be playing in the slot. And he showed last year, I mean, Chenault like literally cannot get open if he's playing outside. So then that means that they're going with Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, and Christian Kirk as their three guys. And that just doesn't sound very dynamic to me. I, I guess, again, 
uh, kind of similar to the uh, to the Chiefs guys. It's like the market is just throwing up their hands and saying we don't really know because no Jaguars pass catcher is expensive. No Jaguars pass catch. In fact, Travis Etienne is the only Jaguars player that goes in the top 100 picks. I and I guess you know it kind of really just does come down to is is Trevor Lawrence really good or not? How much of it was Urban Meyer mm-hmm. and and Bevel? You know, not you know, clipping his wings basically. And if Trevor Lawrence is right. good as we thought he was at Clemson, probably, you know, Evan Ingram and Chenault and Marvin Jones and Christian Kirk are all values. Uh, I just, and I mean, I guess Kirk is getting paid enough money that they are going to want to find ways to, uh, that they're going to find a one. They, they're going to want to target him. Right. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Travis Etienne also going to play this year for Jacksonville too. So that the offense is going to at least on paper look a lot different than it did a year ago but we'll see because paper isn't always the thing that means anything honestly all right fantasy reality is coming up next here on sports grid and then we've got of course the sports grid 60 so stay in tune for that coming up two o'clock eastern we will check in on our newswire show hopefully you can join us there we've got some afternoon major league baseball to discuss daniel wallach will be with us as well as our guest from the sporting news and also our guest from Legal Sports Report. That's what we do every day, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern here. And then tomorrow on our show, we will take a look at the 2022 NFL schedule, which is coming out later tonight. I believe it's 8 o'clock Eastern tonight. We're seeing some leaks as far as some of the games are concerned. Maybe we can decipher anything from this schedule that comes out uh, later today. So make sure you stay on the grid for that. Uh, We are here every day, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. If this is your first time watching, this is Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish, along with Davis Maddock. We talk fantasy sports here, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, everything that's going on, uh, golf as well. We deliver it to you. So that's what you can expect here on this show. Thanks for watching, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Make sure you are following us on social media. Two channels I will recommend. One is SportsGrid. The other is SportsGrid TV. For the latest news, notes, information, of course, picks against the spread from a lot of our hosts. Fantasy content as well, no doubt. The other thing you could do is you can ask us a question, fantasy or reality, for our segment here on this show. Tag us at SportsGrid or at SportsGrid TV. And if we like your question, we will use it here on the show. Of course, Davis, later tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern, the NFL schedule comes out. We make a very big deal about what is the equivalent to a sheet of paper. I don't know how the NFL ends up doing this, but it is wildly popular. Will you be watching this live tonight? Do you care? Won't be watching. Uh, What I I will be hoping is that uh, our friends over at Underdog Fantasy get uh get the schedule updated like pretty immediately inside of their app uh so that i you know 
You're not drafting quarterbacks with the same bye week so that you know who's playing each mm. other in right. week 17. That'll be that'll be my my biggest sweat will be, you know, making sure that uh, that my best ball championship fantasy football teams are are working in a correlated fashion. All right, fair enough. Let's get to fantasy or reality. All right, Davis. Well, yesterday we had one of the more rare occurrences in Major League Baseball. In fact, probably more rare than what we are used to in the old days, Davis. Perfect game. Well, perfect game is still super rare. Let me be clear. But uh, it it seems like, you know, the cycle happens less than no hitters these days in Major League Baseball. But yet it just doesn't seem to get the attention that it, you know, generally deserves. If you were wondering what in the world am I talking about? Well, Christian Yelich in a loss to the Cincinnati Reds hit for the cycle for the Milwaukee Brewers, of course, the day before. Reed Detmers of the Los Angeles Angels pitched a no-hitter. So let's start off with this, Davis. Fantasy or reality, you would rather watch a player hit for the cycle rather than a no-hitter. No, no, this is uh this is a fantasy. I and and I I guess I can't even really say why. Uh, I guess it's because the cycle feels like it can be uh I don't know. The cycle just doesn't really do it for me. I guess maybe unless I'm like really interested in the hitter. Like and maybe it's just because of the way it's like covered or whatever, but you know like the the breathless like cut in when you're watching on MLB TV and you you pull up right. in the eighth inning and the guy has the no hitter going Clayton Kershaw has the perfect game going I, I get maybe because it happens sequentially right maybe that's why it's more interesting is because you you get to like tick the numbers down or whatever whereas you know a guy starts the game with a, a triple then hits a single or or probably probably the um the worst sweat is like needing the double. Or whatever. That's actually probably the worst. But did did you the the little trivia that's interesting about Yelich is that all three of his cycles they've all came against the Reds. How funny is that? All three of them came against the Reds. Yeah. Well, I, no idea. Wouldn't have known. All with yeah. Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken, too. Right? No, I don't think that the Marlins have had a cycle, so I, I think that they had to have been with Milwaukee. Um, there you go. Yeah. So I agree with you. So the the thing with the cycle is that there's no buildup. Like like you have to. Like in the seventh or eighth inning, something has to happen to give you that ninth inning, the no hitter. It's like, we're following through the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth. And so there's like this massive drama and buildup for that. Now cycle drama is really good. If you are like happening to be watching or at the game and you're like on it, like all he needs is this. And I happen to be there, but yeah, I, I think the no hitter still does have the cachet, although the cycle is more rare. It seems like at least it's more rare than the no-hitter these days. But I will tell you that above all, perfect game above these two. Guys throwing a perfect game. That's that's you know, something that doesn't seem to happen anymore because, again, these true outcomes, players who are pitching no-hitters are walking guys. So to not have that happen is, is definitely more intriguing. All right, let's go to the NBA tonight. Phoenix plays Dallas. This is as simple as it gets. Phoenix is two-point favorites. The Dallas Mavericks has had a great, Regular season and even better postseason. Let's be honest. They win this game tonight. They force a game seven against Phoenix. Who would have thought at the beginning of the playoffs that Mavericks would be on the cusp of the Western Conference Finals? But Davis, it is really easy for them to do. They win this one. They win in Phoenix. And Luka is going to the West Finals. Will it happen? Fantasy reality. The Dallas Mavericks will force a game seven tonight at home against Phoenix. You know what? They are. I'm saying I'm saying reality. We do get a game seven and I'm going to I'm going to go even further. I think we get a signature Luca moment. You know, he he does his he does his little dribble step back three against Devin Booker. By the way, Devin Booker and Luka Doncic just like, dude, I don't think they like each other very much. There's been some good, uh, you know, Twitter, uh, the, the lip readers, right? The, the, the Twitter lip readers come out and which is my, probably my favorite thing about basketball actually is that you like see these guys faces and you can kind of hear them talk and see the stuff and they're they're i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say any of it on air because it is not tv friendly but uh you know go go do some twitter searching around and you'll see some of the jawing back and forth between luka Doncic and devin Booker. it does not sound very friendly it seems as if these two guys you know there is a little bit of a genuine distaste for each other at least in the middle of a series you know i think that's kind of how it works when you're playing these guys in the series you're like this guy is driving me up a wall. I can't stand this guy. And then probably, you know, when they see each other in three months or in the offseason, it's probably fine. Right. Yeah. Um, 
so every NBA player has like that Hall of Fame signature moment. And I don't know if it's going to be in this series for Luka, but it very well could be tonight. And by the way, it very well could be in Game 7. Unlikely, I would say, that if Luka has one of those games tonight where let's just say it's, I don't know, Davis, 37, 15, and 10, something insane, I probably would ride Phoenix at that point in Game 7. But I think it's all on the line tonight, and I think he shows up. And I think that this is one of the best games of his career. Give me Dallas tonight to get this to a game seven and my gosh, what would happen if somehow Dallas pulled the upset? By the way, I don't think Phoenix is losing two games in a row. They may not lose two games in a row, by the way, for the rest of the playoffs. So that is a hard proposition to sell me on, but for one game, sure. Tonight, give me Dallas for sure. All right. Finally, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who is now back. I know he was out for a little bit with uh, COVID. He's back on the air. He had Alfonso Ribeiro on the show, of course, from the fresh Prince of Bel Air. Alfonso uh, Rivero, very popular. I would say Davis for a lot of things in fairness, but there is one thing that he's more popular than for anything else. And that, of course, is the Carlton dance. And uh, in People Magazine, they've discussed the fact that fans, every time they see him, they ask him to do the dance, which is probably pretty standard. And he said, quote, not gonna happen. Well, Regardless of that, we'll have we'll talk about that too. Fantasy or reality, you enjoy the Carlton. Yeah, I mean it's pretty good, I guess. I don't know. It's like it's like I definitely enjoyed that show. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the Fresh Prince. Like I enjoyed Carlton's character. I enjoyed like oh, and I don't know. So I'm not I'm not a big dance. I don't think I've ever done the Carlton. Not a not a big dancing guy it's it's uh it's like a funny touchdown celebration like if a guy right. you know marquez valdez scaling scores a 70 yard touchdown and does the carlton like that's funny you know i'm uh i'm in on that uh i got me thinking though do you know that right now there is on hbo max a like drama version yes. of the fresh prince of bel-air i have not watched it i'm sure it's fine i don't you know there's so many tv shows it's like how could you yeah well okay well <laughs> It, it, it sounds pretty right. terrible, right? The, the the premise of a because the the whole thing with Fresh Prince of Bel Air was like it was very funny. Will Smith and 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 you know the the whole ensemble they were very personable. Uh, you know it was one of the first television shows that was like very unapologetically black on on TV in the United States, which I think is is part of why people remember it so fondly. But it was funny, like like when I think of the great moments from that show. I mean, of course, you know, there is the one, uh, the scene with, with uncle Phil and Will where he's, he's like, why doesn't my dad not want me? Like that was really dramatic, but right. most of what you remember from that show is it being funny. So I was thinking in my mm -hmm. head, like this dramatic version of the show has got to be terrible. Like it's, and I, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's like someone is like pouring their heart and soul into making this art and you don't want to talk down to it, but it sounds yeah. really bad. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody say anything positively about it. Uh, yeah, I enjoy the Carlton. I enjoy Alfonso Ribeiro. I, I guess, uh, so that's a reality. I, I guess the question that you have to ask yourself, Davis, is that there are people, there are celebrities, let's call them. And, and by the way, athletes too, when you really want to think about it, that are known for one thing. One thing. And Alfonso Ribeiro is known for this one thing. So I can't ever pretend, Davis, to put myself in his shoes, but I have to imagine that no matter how much money you have and no matter how great your life is, it does take a special individual to embrace the fact that this is who you are. And it's gotta be pretty hard too, to just say, all right, this is only what I'm known for. I'm just gonna ride this till the end. And it, and it seems like Alfonso Ribeiro doesn't wanna do that. And I get it because I can't ever put myself in those shoes you know davis it's like if i was to tell you yeah you'll you'll have in your bank account one day uh you're gonna wake up and you're gonna have i don't know 20 million dollars right but every day davis for the rest of your life every time you go out somewhere someone's gonna ask you to do a skateboard trick that you just don't want to do you know like but you're gonna have to you're gonna, you're gonna be asked to do it you gotta I, mean, do I, it. I don't know I feel like I would too for that money, but I don't know. These you you hear these stories though, Davis of of this. They don't want to be known for the one thing. 
I, you know, I think it's all a matter of perspective. And I think if you are able to keep that perspective, I mean, uh, this is like, we hear this about like a lot of child stars, right? Is that they just like, they get so sick of it and their, their sense of like reality is all warped because they had money too young. And, but it's like some of them, you know, some of them end up being really normal and well-adjusted and have great adult lives. And some of them even do, you know, like other things, right? They're like, you know, I was, I was in this movie when I was 12 and I set up for life. And then I went to college and now I'm like a, you know, a, a financial analyst for Bear Stearns or something, you know, they, they just do right. something totally different. Uh, and I think that's, is what it is, you know, if, and, and that's, you know, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro's thing. He's like, I don't want to be Carlton. So I'm not going to be Carlton. Don't ask me. I'm not going to do it. Uh, but you know, I feel like there are, are, I mean, I, if I sat and thought for a while, I'm sure I could come up with an example of someone who is just known for the one thing and they totally embrace it. And they're like, this is the best. This was like a thing that happened in my life 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's still that thing. Uh, like I, I want to say in my head, the gal, remember the, the Friday song? Rebecca Black, like she was one of those gals, uh, one of those people at just a horrible time, hated it, was like, this was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I can't believe my parents ever, you know, let me do this or whatever. And the, so like she had like a huge readjustment period of trying to like, I'm not that per like, I'm not going to say that to you walking down the street or whatever, but I'm sure there are examples of people who have had, you know, their 15 minutes of fame and they embrace it and they love it. Yeah, I, I think the best example, well, not the best, but one example of that in sports is Dave, is David Tyree of the New York Giants, oh, right? Oh, 100%. Like, what else is he known for? Nothing, right? His entire career is anonymous, except for that one play. I mean, if David Tyree is doing a conference, like, that's all people are going to want to talk to him about. I think that if I was David Tyree, I'd be like, yes, very cool. No problem <laughs> whatsoever. Like, if you're going to remember me for this, I'm totally cool with that, right? Does that make sense? I think it's easier for sports when it's like uh, not a Bill Buckner, but a David Tyree. Like right. Bill Buckner probably don't want to talk about that at all, but Tyree's like, absolutely, Ooh. I'm a hero. I'm the best. Yeah. 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 No, it's de definitely interesting. But yeah, I think Carlton is definitely known for that. I think I saw Brett in the background. You don't see Brett, but I think he was doing this in the background during that segment. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got the Sports Grid 60 coming up next, and then we got to get out of here. So stay on the grid. Be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. A reminder, coming up 2 o'clock Eastern, I'll be back with you on Newswire. So make sure you check back with us then. Before that, let's get to Davis here and today's SportsGrid at 60. Craig, the, uh, the beginning of the baseball season 
I'm not going to lie, was feeling a little bit dire. All these, all these warning track flyouts, starting pitchers going 65 pitches and being pulled, Mondesi tearing his ACL. I, I think we're starting to come out on the other side, though. We got uh, McClanahan and Otani getting deep in that game last night. You know, just two guys who are, are working up to full fitness. But I think, more importantly, we are finally seeing some runs get scored. Uh, 25 runs in Brewers-Reds yesterday. 11 runs for your Miami Marlins. 7 runs for the Giants. It is hot here in St. Louis. We saw them score 10 runs yesterday. So I think that, um, now I, I don't know, but it, I don't know if it's the ball. I don't know if it's humid or I don't know if it's the heat. But I think we are. I think we are finally getting to a place where we can assume baseball to be somewhat closer to normal, or at least I'm hoping. Well, hopefully so. Maybe the humidors will be removed as well. All right, back in 1986, I was there. I saw Top Gun, the original, in the theaters. I was 13 years old. I remember seeing it thinking, wow, Tom Cruise, great movie, fun movie, and uh, arguably one of the better movies of the 80s, I would say, in terms of action, too. Well, here we are several decades later, and Top Gun 2 is out tomorrow in movie theaters. The reviews seem to be pretty strong for this. I don't know if that indeed is the case, because I'm not really 100% sure. This feels like the first movie to come out since the pandemic that is going to get people back to the theaters. kind of feels like that is the way, because it's the only way you could see it this year. So we will see if it gets me back to the theaters as well. Still on the fence about that. All right, thanks for watching the show. Again, thanks to LTN and Danny and Ryan in our graphics department. And for my producer, Brett Levy, co-host Davis Maddock, I'm Craig Mish. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you at 2 o'clock for Newswire. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.